this is the Simply King Podcast. It's your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. And today is a special one. Honestly, I really want to just dedicate this to a lot of things, you know, and I really appreciate that the guest that I have today came by way of someone that I love and appreciate so much in my life. Um, and I, I was truly like entertained, but also felt very connected to this guest for the day. Um, so I really know that you guys are not only going to enjoy her, but be immediate followers of her content. It's like, it's like, you know, I'm really introducing you to your cousin, you know, what I have here with me today, not only is she a multifaceted person, but has hell of a story to tell. I have here with me real estate agent, musician and singer, comedian and content creator, Skylar Harris. How are you feeling, Sky? I'm good, friend. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Like, it's it's crazy. Uh, the reason why I say that is because when I thought about the songs that I ultimately ended up choosing, I'm like, my mom would really appreciate this Life Genesis joint. You know what I'm saying? And my sister really loves this other one. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. But before we get into the lyrical audacity of it all, I want to chat about you. Um, okay. And I, I really want to get into who you are. And like a good Google on you, girl, goes into an interesting place. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I was the first thing that came to me. I was like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> this is hell of a way to, way to just look up somebody. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think I was going to get this much information all at once. You have lived a lot of lives. <laughs> I, swear, I tell everybody I'm, I'm on life number seven right now. That's what it feels like. It, it, it really does. Like. It really does. So, born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. Yes, yes. How long um, did you, uh, where did you go to school? Um, I In Memphis, I graduated high school from the high school, Central High School. Um, every Everybody from Memphis, like, people that didn't go to Central roll their eyes at that because that's so annoying. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I attended Middle Tennessee State University in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, just up the road yeah. uh, for a little while. And then I made the transition, i.e. dropped out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I told my mama I wanted to find myself. And so I love she was that. like, you better find yourself a job. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you better find yourself a job. <laughs> you better find yourself a job. And so, uh, like I said, that was maybe like life three or four, but yeah, ended up in Murfreesboro and just fell in love with Middle Tennessee. And so that's where I still reside. I love that. I love that. So right now, when <laughs> so how long have you uh like you know have learned that you are musically inclined and all these various things too oh um so i like a lot of us um in the 90s at least i started um, singing in church of course and so yes um the church out the altos specifically were celebrities to me like i wanted to be <laughs> a sanctuary choir alto they were just so sassy nails always done and I they are, the altos came in strong and so i was like i want to be in the choir and i found out you had to get baptized to be in the choir uh, I love Jesus. I eventually did give him my life for real, but the first baptism was solely so I could get in <laughs> pre -rec, You know what I'm saying? A little pre-wreck for God. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like, hey, yes, you know, uh, you, you knew my heart. <laughs> you knew my heart. Yeah, like the, songs, the songs had to push me over the edge. Um, but yeah, no, I grew up singing in church, loved it, and uh, and it got me a lot of like growing up. I wasn't like a very confident like kid. Just mm. I, I was kind of I was really smart. 
really, really smart. I wore glasses. I was, I was dark. I have a sister who's light skin. I was dark skin. I kind of like struggled with that. Just feeling beautiful. And so music became like the thing that was my thing. Like mm. everybody at church loved it when I was seeing mm. the, the hood girls at school. They were like, Scott, sing Keisha Cole, sing. You know, like, I come just, on, <laughs> come on. Music kind of became like my gateway into uh, just into like social circles, I guess. And so it's, it's been a part of my life now forever. I can't really think of a time I didn't have it, you know? You know, I, I really, I, I really appreciate the uh, sentiment because I think that it makes me think about a time when, um, when I was younger and I seen the the good in church, like the good in like, mm-hmm. you know, the elements of church feeling, you know, very community based and where it was something for mm-hmm. everybody to do. And depending on, I think the yeah. church that I, you know, I grew up in, they had enough quote unquote ministries for you to get into, depending on what your things are, there was something for you to do. Um, It was something for you to get into and learn. Um, That wasn't always just based around faith alone. It was like activity and kind of, you know, character building in some way, shape or form um, via like either the choir. uh, I was a junior deacon myself. (laughs) And like, and I think it's, and, and, (laughs) and I think for me, I think for me, I was attracted to it because um, I didn't know. I, I think I didn't know. We, we we always kind of, you know, when we're younger, signal off, out the things that will bring more purpose into our life later on. And I think I didn't know yes. how comfortable I would be speaking in front of people um, at, a, at a, such an early age until then. Because, like, it would be like the second second Sunday every month. They make the, the, the junior deacons and the children's choir be the ones leading all the things. Yes. And um, yeah. so I would have to do, the, you know, I would have to do the prayer at the beginning of the service. And I'll be getting yeah, it off. I'll be, be I'll be getting I'll be getting it off. And folks be like, you really be out there, you really be up there praying, young man. <laughs> and, be, and and like I never I remember like so many people, like I was the only one that would like take the same amount of time as these old heads to give out a prayer to kind of set yes. the vibe for this uh, for this day of service. And um and I, I think I, that that's funny to think about it in the context of like, oh, I've always been able to speak and and just like give out a message or give out what it is that I feel or, or just say a lot of things in front of a lot of people, you know? And I think that that's something that, you know, is really telling. Now, the thing that I think connects us both is, I love it. I think the thing that connects us both is, uh, the comedic aspects of, you know, seeing life. I think, you know, in our first conversation, I already immediately kind of recognized your candor. And it was like, you are, you are fun. You are, you like, you really are. Got that familial, got that familial vibe to you very much. Like, you know, like, you know how to, you know, I think the comedy that it seems like the sense of humor that you like really give out is one of like, I know y'all know about this, right? You know what I'm saying? I know y'all know this, right? And I think that that's so, that feels so good, you know, and that feels so good. And I think that for Mm -hmm. me, to you know to relate it all to this uh episode is that music be funny too like music can be about love it can be about praise it can be about a lot of other things but music also be funny too yes. <laughs> it'd be some if you really sit and listen to the lyrics you're like wow you was down that bad you know it's just yeah music music is it, life is funny and i that's why i love that you brought up our conversations because that's something i picked up on our first conversation too i was like it gets it like Sometimes people can be funny with no substance, right? Or people can be so deep that they can't be funny. Yeah. And I think that the perfect, like, there's like a marriage between the two mm-hmm. that is such a sweet spot that very few people really understand. Truly. And so, yeah, I picked up on that too. Truly, sure. truly, truly. Um, I think you do a lot of things. And um, 
I've, you know, I feel like, you know, in literally in your own, in your bio, it literally has like, you know, slash, 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 like you're, you're a realtor, you do all these things. How do you manage being this kind of like Jane of all trades, you know? You know, um, that's, that's such a good question because sometimes <laughs> I don't feel like I'm managing it. Um, but honestly, like what I, um, I, I, my old uh, church I used to go to, um, pastor said, uh, your, your ministry is not tied to your secular calling. Mm. And at the time, I mean, your calling is not tied. Yeah, your ministry is not tied to your secular secular job. Okay. And at the time, I was working as a police officer. And I felt like I was really, like, doing so good by being a cop, right? I was like, I'm saving the world. Mm. I'm hugging children, right? <laughs> um, and when he said that, I was like, is that the only time that I'm really doing it? Is, is it when I put that uniform on? Right. Or am I able to really use my personality to serve? And I kind of, I struggle with that. Um, but honestly, like I, I started, there's two, the one is biblical and one is a, a, a regular person that we don't know, but me and you both might know one day as mm-hmm. our careers go in, in blossom. Yeah. It's David in the Bible mm-hmm. and Steve Harvey. Uh-huh. And what I love about David is that like I could, I could recall David and say he played the harp really well because the Bible tells me that. It also tells me he was a valiant warrior. Mm-hmm. He killed Goliath. Mm-hmm. He was a shepherd. Mm-hmm. Um, he also he he obviously knew how to praise dance because he was out there in his uh in in his night clothes worshiping and dancing for God. He was a great king. All of those things, but everything he did was blessed because he put God first. Yeah. Even when he messed up, he ran back to God. Yeah. I see Steve Steve Harvey is somebody whose career. Say something. I'm sorry, my how we talked about people calling you. My dad just called. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I feel like he's still there. And I know my father. I mean, he he tried to bust through the phone for real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you said Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is such a like. I love his career because everybody loves him. He he's motivational, but Steve Harvey can host a show. He can stand up on the stage and make us laugh doing impressions. He, I mean, we grew up watching him on the Steve Harvey show. Some of us grew up watching him hosting Showtime at the Apollo. Mm -hmm. The man's motivational, just as motivational as he is funny, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But he always brings himself, he always brings himself. Yeah. And that's why he's so good at what he does. And so real estate and music and my content creation, all of that, I'm really just bringing in all the quirky, kind of awkward, but, and I say like chaotic, but intentionally chaotic facets of my life. Mm. And sometimes like there are some weeks where I don't show, I, like I ain't show the house in two weeks, mm. right? But I haven't felt like I'm not serving anybody, Thanks. right? Like I've had more time to film content, more time to coach. I have some coaching clients too with uh, social media and life coaching. Like I've had more time to do those things. And as long as I bring myself, I see it as God don't want me working hard. So he's going to give me just enough of whatever I'm available to do at the time and whoever needs me at that time. Facts. That, I think, you know, I really appreciate it because I think I'm definitely a person who has been a multi-hyphenate and like accidentally and intentionally a multi-hyphenate for a large part of my life. And um, 
I think so much of it, it was like a, a survival tactic in a way. Like I got to get out mm-hmm. of my situation. I want to move from where I'm from. So I can't just, yeah. it can't just be one bag that I'm in. I got to have me a few things going on. Um, and, Cause I remember yeah. like as young as I can remember for anybody that, you know, has, has known me since I was young, I've always been into a lot of things. I play sports. I dance swing. I was always presiding over some organization, you know what I'm saying? So it was, yeah. I, was, I used to, I used to draw a lot. I, so it was always something that I was like, attaching myself to and like keeping around me and so when I got became an adult it didn't really change <laughs> it didn't really mm-hmm, change mm-hmm. if anything it if anything it felt like you know life kind of became a uh, something I had to prioritize and then it was like dang I can't really do always what I would like to do because now I gotta yeah. like make time differently you know my time yeah. ain't just mine okay. anymore and and I gotta dedicate myself to certain things because to yield something in return that I need and all these various things and that was a, a definitely uphill battle adulting is real yeah um but I, I really appreciate that you have you know stuck with it and regardless of you know whatever has occurred in your life that you have you know may be, been able to manage all the things that you got your hands into because I think that people mm-hmm. need to understand to be uh you know, have these multi hyphenates, be a polymath, if you will, and a true expert in multiple things is um, something that really is the, to me, I think the pathway to a lot of people's greatness. I don't think that a lot of people really are going to be known just for singularly one thing. Um, and a lot of the great, yeah, the greatest yeah. of the greats uh, at so many different levels, usually they're not. So it's kind of like yeah. they, they know yeah. how to do multiple things or because they did this one thing well, they know how to do this other thing. You know, like I love, I love the last example I can think of somebody who really I want to get more into because it's so intriguing to me what else he's good at is Lenny Kravitz. Mm-hmm. Lenny mm. Kravitz is is one of the few like black men that I, f- I think I've ever like witnessed be good at this thing, really good, really well known, iconic in this other way. And also, this nigga know how to decorate the hell out of a house. <laughs> like, really? If you if you look at if you look up Lenny Kravitz's houses, he has a house in New Orleans. He had a house in New Orleans. That I think he sold. He has a, a ranch in Brazil, and then he also mm. has um, I think it was like a house in London, and um, and I think another house in New York. All of these spaces are extremely different. And extremely mm. dope. And I'm talking about got the most high end things you can imagine, but they all are extremely curated. And he and like he he he's even done a architectural digest, like kind of explaining one of his um one of his spaces or two of his spaces that are just so That's amazing. So and he and he he'll when he's explaining, he'll tell you how he did so many aspects to it. Like he'll like, yeah, we like painted, I painted this. I got this is a picture I took of my grandfather back in 98 yes. and da, da, da. Like, it's like oh this is I love this I love this so much and I it's like it. you it was like this is at a level where he could literally have a whole business doing this and teach people yes. his ways that's how good at it he's it you know he is but I think that artists are, are like that you know it's it's, yeah. it's just a medium that you use and that you kind of you know use your your talent in um mm-hmm. So I really do appreciate that, you know, what your purpose is and, you know, reaching for the sky and and, and just this familiarity that you give, because I think it makes it real easy for the, for people to come into who you are and what you're doing. Um, but I, yeah. discover, I discovered you by way of uh, my best friend. Shout out to Lou Grimes, who's actually uh, lives, um, lives and works in um, in Nashville. And um, mm-hmm. and she and she, you know, she she sent me. I think it was a uh, your Tony. It was like a Tony Braxton. uh post that you made. I think it was about Tony, Uh the song that Tony Braxton was singing. And it it was like, yeah, this is exactly 
the thing that I this is like like if I could just sing my my lyrical audacity episodes would be even crazy. You know what I'm saying? If I could just sing along a little bit, I do look. I be trying to. I ain't gonna yes. say it sound as good as you know what I'm saying yourself, but I be but I be in a jam. I be vibing. You feel me? And so that was what I came into, and I was I really appreciated. Yeah. That she, you know, even sent you my way, and um, and I was immediately wanting to connect. And I, like I said early in the episode, this episode is really dedicated to these, her, and two other women in my life. Because when y'all, when we break down these three songs, the first song is really kind of dedicated to my sister. Because I know this is the first song on what was a hell of an era, and that was MySpace. <laughs> do you do you do do you remember what made motivated you to make a MySpace page? Was it just the trend that you heard about or or did you just, you know, what, what, what was it that was like, oh, I got to get on this. I got to figure this out. OK, so I <laughs> I'm about to date myself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so love, love, you I, know, black women be vampires, you know, to, <laughs> right. I migrated to MySpace from Black Planet. Come on now. So, <laughs> come on now. When I was like 14, my mama let me make a Black Planet page. It was my freshman year of high school. So, everybody was on that. Well, I don't know, somebody came to school or something was just like, ain't nobody on Black Planet no more. Everybody on my space. Mm. You could put songs on your page or everything. And she had me at songs. I was yeah. like, oh, because <laughs> I've been waiting to tell y'all what my mood is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, like I've been waiting to switch it up on y'all. And so uh, I started out just a MySpace page, then I had a MySpace music page. Yeah. And which was so cool because like I would go to school and like people in school knew my songs. Ooh, I love and, that. I love so, that. Like they like I had this song called Missing Him So Bad. Oh, it was so it was it was a bop though, but it was so just you know emotional just emo and um i remember i was walking down our hall one day and this girl was like but i'm a good girlfriend and i would never get it i was like oh <laughs> it was like i heard it on the radio <laughs> yeah so my space was yeah it was that girl for me <laughs> it, it was such a time because I, I feel like you know I don't get why the hell we were so emotional. Like on all sides of my space. Like if you was on the black side or the white side of my space, we weren't even having that as a context at that time. Like we do yes. with everything else. But like yes. when you Google things now, you remember like, yeah, it was a lot of, like it was very much either you was listening to all of this moody ass, like lover, lover boy, lover girl ass mm -hmm. music. Or on the other side, you was big, you know, blasting, you know, Haley and them, you know what I'm saying? With Paramore and all mm -hmm. these other things, like yeah. this yeah. angsty, Look, I hate I hate people, but I still want to find love. Like screaming out the yeah, screaming out the speakers, and I feel like it's such an interesting time, especially just opposing that to so much of how people are now. And I think so much of what's yeah. going on now is like really just you know, fuck everybody, get money, you know, and like right. we we don't care right. about our emotions. We don't, you know, I don't even care about relationship. Actually, I just want a baby. Actually, I don't even care about that. I just give me this or that, and I can live my life by myself. I'm gonna be perpetually single, the big alone. So many things, and it's such an interesting thing to know that that was what our what our adolescence was. Like we really were ambitious about the love yeah. that we was about to get, <laughs> and yeah. like to, to come from that. I think it's such a connection to like inner child and like not right. Like I like growing up, we listened to so much emotional music because we had all these feelings yeah. that we didn't know how to get out. Like 
Like sometimes I used to listen to Perfect by Simple Plan every time my mama made me mad. Mm. And it was such a emo song, just about like, I'll never be perfect, mom. You know, like <laughs> I used to be in my room, just nothing that's forever. Just and it was because I couldn't go in there and say, Hey, I don't like the way you just said that to me. And so I would like to not talk to you for a couple of days, you know, like, and so I couldn't articulate my feelings. Thanks. Whereas now, like, I agree, like how you said, the music is like, F him, F this. I think it's still an avoidance of feelings. For sure. But it's like, it's almost like when you get broken up with and you just decide that the other person is the bad guy so that you can feel better about the ending of the relationship instead of like doing your own work. Facts. Facts. And so I think there are some of us in the middle that are just like, I just want to dance. I just, I feel my feelings. I didn't got them out. It ain't no sense of me crying over them, but I ain't going to cuss you out over them. I just want to dance. Yeah. And I think that it's a place that I think I've gotten back to in terms of like really wanting to, like I literally, when I had one, just went to a wedding this past weekend and I remember just, you know, it was interesting just being around a space where people were celebrating, you know, this, 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 you know, this, this union. And um, I remember telling yes. my friends that I went uh, down to uh, it was in Detroit. Um, I had, oh, nice. And um, I was sitting there telling them, I was like, y'all, I was like, you know, it's been a while. I feel like I've been single for a minute. And I think what, I, what I'm coming out of, coming back into the streets with is feeling like I need to figure out how I want to be bold. And like showing love and being and being, you know, expressing my expressing myself in some way, shape or form. And it was just like, what you mean? I was like, I just don't feel like being as bold as I would like to be either, because it's like I think I'm thinking about I think I'm projecting the idea of judgment. I think I'm projecting that I'm just thinking too much about it, you know, and I'm in my head. And I was like, I don't don't remember ever being this way, but I think I've like consumed so much, you know, so much opinions and so many perspectives from other people that I'm like now, like, well, like, is that too much? Is this going to come off like, you know, like I'm already sold on you when in my mind, it's just, like, I just want to give you this, this compliment of how I feel. And I remember like yeah. being yeah. at that age, being the age of when I started my MySpace page, I was, I think I was in the, I think I was in the eighth grade. I think I was like in the seventh or eighth mm-hmm. grade. And um, for me, I remember just like being so into like, all of these like lover boy things like you know what i'm saying i didn't I, I i came into you know even enjoying and listening to hip-hop on a deep in a deep way at that time too funny enough but before that yeah yeah i yeah. was listening to what my you know what grown folks around me was listening to a lot so i think that's what made mm-hmm. me kind of have a, a old soul because i was listening to a whole lot of oj's and a lot of other stuff yeah. so it was big <laughs> so it was big you know let's cry together actually how about let's go lay down let's go cry real quick yeah, yeah, and i think yeah. that when i when i remember just kind of trying to have some exchange and have this puppy love and and being so emotional and being so expressive and it being too much and I think that year yes. after year after year after year, I found you ways to, con- to 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 like hold that in and bring that down and, and yeah. almost make that thing small and to the point to where now I'm almost offended when people be questioning my love. It's like, I don't know if you really like, I'm like, dang, I'm here for a reason. Like, trust yeah. me, I don't gotta, I I'm like, I know, I know, I know yeah. what I, you know. And I think that it has a lot to do with those, you know, moments and points of hesitation. And that guardianness mm-hmm. that I think I've built from feeling like I'm not really comfortable or I developed this sense of expression pretty early when a lot of other 
boys my age weren't this damn expressive. They weren't trying to sit here and telling somebody how they feel and all these various things. When I was, yeah. I remember doing this in, in, in high school and folks were just like, it's thank you, but I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> and so it was, I was always in this weird place of like, well, I guess I should have kept that to myself then, but you know, it is yeah, what it yeah. is. And now here I am trying to figure out how to, you know, connect the dots on that full circle moment of my inner child wasn't wrong to be as emotional as he was. There's time and space and time and place and there's a way to say everything. And I think now that I'm way more equipped, I feel mm-hmm. better to, you know, really step into it and be like, no, I can say exactly what I mean. Because I know now, like, yes. the feeling is there to back up exactly what I'm saying. I'm not just saying things to get attention or saying things to get a reaction. None of that. I'm really wanting something out of you. But, you know, it is what it is. Yes. But no, let us pivot. Always- Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Just, I just, that's so perfect. Everything you say, I always tell people like, I can, I'm still just as much of a lover girl as I was, even though I had a valley of exactly what you said, a feeling like, okay, this was too much. I yeah. need to not care. Or yeah. men don't like nice girls. Or yeah. I don't need to tell him that I think this about him. Well, what I find, like being at this big age now and being in this space is like, I can trust this version of mm, myself yeah. to make the right choice. Yeah. This version, exactly what you said, this version, she loves just as hard as 15 year old me, but she's not gonna pick the wrong guy. She's not gonna pick the guy based off the same things that the younger me would pick. So Thanks. I can trust this version because she's making a choice to say she loves you. And she loved life by herself. So if she says she loves you, she really, really loves you. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> you know? Facts, they've been through too much. Like, we, we're learning that and like even now I'm learning still that like it's too it's still too much for some people yes because in the same way it's like if 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 I'm if I have a man and he's interested in me and he's like Sky you so dope like you 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 do this and you do this and you do this and I just I'm, I'm attracted to you in my mind this is a smart man he should feel that way <laughs> right sure. and so I'm also not as like what you trying to get from me when you say that because I'm like okay I think that too. <laughs> Let's talk about that, you know. And, but there are still like I like I recently had an experience where, um, like I, I was like I had this really good, this strong friendship with this guy, and I I remember like one moment just being like, this is like I was like you you got some something some things about you that I find really interesting and like mm. that I I would love to explore more than a friend, and it scared him, but it hit me. He doesn't see himself as that guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and in his mind, it's like, I'm not ready to to be that. And he couldn't articulate that. And I just, I yeah, I love I love that. Because yeah, we we are just as much lover girls and lover boys. I ain't no wrong with us, friend. I, I know it ain't. And, and and you know, and I, I feel I feel so good now from where I've where I was and where I've gotten to, because I think so much of it was yeah. I think all the a lot of the you know most recent adjustments to how I showed up was really oddly enough still based outside myself. It was just like the person the person I'm with I'm trying to please and I'm I'm trying to get them to to love me or see me as you know as worthy as I see myself because I really don't feel that from them. So I'm 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 changing things about myself. I'm making myself small in certain ways just to hopefully get some type of thing when in reality that ain't even what they wanted from me. That 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 was actually what yes. made it even more difficult because they still could they couldn't read me or they couldn't figure things out. They desire a whole different thing, um, but just didn't know how to mm-hmm. express it. So it's like, okay, so I see now learning from those scenarios, like how to really set set a stage for and, and set a level 
playing field in terms of relationship um, and really build something truly from the ground up that's healthy and and, and worthy of continuously being in. And, um, and also one that's also healthy enough that we can see that this ain't going to work. <laughs> and we don't got to, yeah. we don't got to, I think I, I've told a lot of my friends that like, and you like, when we all get back out here to date, I think that for me, I'm not out here trying to like, and have everything that ends to be like this crash and burn. Cause I don't think it has to be. I think we can yeah. see that, Hey, this ain't going to work. You've been dope though. This has been dope. Yeah. I hope I hope it's been good 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 to you. It's been good to me. But this ain't gonna this ain't gonna be a thing. You know what I'm saying? And if yes. and we part and we part ways and, and and change the nature of the relationship. Um if it could be friendship there, then yes. If it can't, then it is what it is. But it doesn't have to be a scenario where we are like drag out fighting with strangers. And I think that that's right, people right. don't realize that that's what you do very often. Like <laughs> if you mm-hmm. if you cut it off mm-hmm. early enough, then we can make this into something else. But I think a lot of people yes. allow for people to kind of overstay their welcome and um and it, and it ends up being and then get mad because it didn't work out but or get mad yeah. because you 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 had expectations that these people didn't meet and y'all kind of both do this thing when y'all really don't want each other and now it's like y'all mm-hmm. trying to you know mm-hmm. prove something and, and still get something or there might be some compartmentalization of an activity <laughs> that you're still trying to yeah. keep up with and now here we are um, yeah, at the end of yeah, the day being yeah. like well it's a lot of things you don't you don't do that I even want so why would I even be here in the first place right. so and just, I'm not mad at you for being who you are yeah that's it so mm-hmm. you could do that over there I'm gonna do me over here and I wish the best for you and we can move yeah. on you know what I'm saying but um, mm-hmm. this is a great segue into to talk to keep on talking about love and, um, and the mm-hmm. things the first song that we are gonna talk about is one by way of uh, truly, to me, I think a smash at the time of true smash. Um, it's called Still in Love by Tyra B. Now, for all of y'all who don't know who Tyra B is, I, I, MySpace was a true, like, proving ground for, like, independent upcoming music, you know? And if you remember that time, it was such a dope time because you could really like really build a whole community and really get a lot of things off. And Tyra B was one of those people mm-hmm. where she kind of came onto the scene. This song came out in 05 and actually reached like number 40 in the, like the hot billboard, you know, charts in terms of the R and B charts. And I think it was dope. It was on her, you know, on her unreleased <laughs> debut album um, called introducing Tyra. If you will, so I hope you know. Wait, hopefully, so it never came out, friend. That's what I. Th- that's what it say. Yeah, that's what it say. Single release from Tyra B's unreleased debut album. Um, <laughs> and I know, I know you can still, you know, you can still stream. I think she re-recorded a lot of the music that she made back then. So you, there's definitely the version that we're going to be playing on this episode is going to be the version that I remember from back in the day. But there's definitely a new version that she, you know, that you can go and stream and put into your library on any um, streaming network because you can tell that it's new. It's an all new vibe, um, but the song is still the same, same level of, say, <laughs> still the same level. She still got it. Tyra still got it. You feel me? But um, mm-hmm. to get into the lyrical audacity of it all, let us start playing this song with the first verse. Let me know. Make sure you tell me if you can hear this. Okay. <clears throat> mm. Oh, no. 
people don't let the beat build no more like that no more. They don't. They don't. <laughs> you know, I just want to say I want to accidentally sing. You know how you used to accidentally come in too yeah, bad? Yeah, I you swear. You can't do that no more. <laughs> they don't even do this no more. Like, this song, I think no. a good five minutes. But uh, let me yeah. let me let it go. <laughs> Everything I say, everything I do, you seem to think that I can't tell the truth. Okay. So, just to, you know, because we're going to keep stopping and starting this thing. Um, mm-hmm. I love that, you know, I love I love any I love any song that start with a question because <laughs> I feel like it all it sets a tone real good from like a lyrical stand like a lyrical yeah, writing standpoint. Is. It's just like you know like where like what's really going on? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And what I gotta do? Everything I say, everything I do, you seem to think I can't tell the truth. So already, already we we setting the stage for some, you know what I'm saying, for some for some untruths, some lies in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love I love that, you know, it's coming in as smooth as it is. It's very it, it makes me think of like the very apologetic tone that I think I've heard in certain moments when, you know what I'm saying, former partners of mine have been like, so like I I, I know yeah. I did. <laughs> I know what I did and like I just want you to not be mad at me, you know, but let's let's continue. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I gotta do to prove to you you seem like you'll never be satisfied now even though I try mm. you seem like you'll never be satisfied <laughs> do you th- I know you've probably seen on the internet the idea of like the efforts that women put into relationships and like mm-hmm. how hard it is when they feel like they maybe have done something legitimately wrong like there's been this weird like idea of accountability and women on the internet you know and I think yeah, that yeah, you yeah. know how do you feel about the idea that you know in this it seems like she's really trying her best to set the stage for like look I, I know everything is going on I know you don't you kind of not, not kind of not believing me I'm, I'm breaking your trust a little bit but it just seems like I can't really I, you know, satisfy you now I'm a pretty logical person like, yeah. and so my first thought is have you asked him what he needs to get over, get through, or whatever? Because if you might be dealing with somebody who he just want to stay mad. Like, it's nothing you could do. He just want to stay mad. Period. You might be trying to do all of it. Like, I'm a person where if you apologize to me and I said I forgive you, I forgive you. Go back, like, do better. That's all I need you to do is do better. You ain't got to show up with roses. Don't call my job. Don't show up here with no. Just be, <laughs> just do better. So you could be dealing with somebody like that where it's like, if you trying and you you still mad at me, I'm sorry. I took out the trash. If you finna do that, stay where you at because I already said I forgave you and now you about to make me mad. Facts. You the one that keep bringing it up. Facts. So I, that would be my, if it's my homegirl saying, it's like, girl, I'm just trying, I'm trying. Okay, how are you trying? Mm-hmm. Is it the way that he's told you that he needs you to try? Yes. Because it could be that he's never going to get over it and you wasting your time and you need a new man. Period. Cause don't 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 keep me if you don't really if you if you don't yeah. keep me if you if you got a problem keeping me now. <laughs> Please, cause I, like I said earlier, I like being by myself, 
So if I added you to the equation, please make it pleasant. Please, let's keep <laughs> please it. Let's make it pleasant. Let's let's keep it pleasant in this thing. All right. I, all you seem to care about is who, what, when, and why. I'm doing this, doing that. I just wanna grow. <laughs> it's always the why. <laughs> <laughs> it is though. She didn't, like, 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 uh, <laughs> she didn't not have to even do that. She could have said who, what, when, and why. But why? Like, let y'all know that I be vocalized. I be vocalized. You know what I'm saying? I, I got all the good vocal rest. I did all my warm ups. I'm on. I'm in the track. I'm in the stool. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in here. Yeah. <laughs> Today around my way in VA Everything was cool and all I had to say Was trust me, babe But now Okay, so that's the end of that one That's the end of the first verse Now, let's see And all I Everything was cool and all I had to say was trust mm. me, babe. Now I think mm. that that part really uh, like when I read it like over and over and listened to the song over and over again. It's like it's so interesting getting a perspective like this because I think you know I'm I'm, I'm a, I feel like I've been in the fortunate position that I'm not the only one who has you know messed up in my relationships. <laughs> I think a lot of I think a lot of you know people speak to you know the general consensus that you know men are always making the wrong decisions or make mishandling aspects of relationships very often. Um I think I've also kind of, you know, been in scenarios where I'm like, have stood my own ground and been like, no, you really, you really got me messed up on this. Come on now. Like, hold on. Like, what's, yeah, what's really yeah. going on? And I think that um, to be in that position of wanting to be able to say something that you've already said and it doesn't hold the same weight is such a deep place to get to in a relationship. It's yeah. such a, 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 a unforeseen intangible of like, dang, like you really don't. You really don't trust me like you used to. Like, dang, I remember. Like, I remember when I didn't have to like give you all this reassurance that I'm going where I say I'm going. Or you, you look, don't don't hold up, don't wait up. You know what I'm saying? If my yeah. phone die, it just died. <laughs> yeah, it really did yeah. just die. But I think that I've learned that you know that is the journey of relationship. You know, that's the adjustments mm -hmm. and the compromise you got to make because it's a lot of it comes from your own decisions and choices. And I think that yeah. as we're going to see in this course, she made some choices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so you got to adjust to them choices, especially like you just said, if somebody keeps you around and you, you know, accept your apology. Um, and, 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 and that's really it. It's like, if you accept mm -hmm. it, we're here now, let's grow from here, let's build and right, heal right. from here. You know what I'm saying? Um, because that's because we could possibly get to a better, stronger place because we've truly just tested and failed and now about to retest something, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And I think that that's the hard part for a lot of people in relationships is that they don't want to go through the... Re they, like, you never had to lie to me once. Don't ever lie to me ever. You know, uh -huh. Don't ever uh -huh. make me feel bad yeah. even one time. And it's like, that's not really realistic because people can do it unintentionally, all different types of things. Mm -hmm. But this sounded mm -hmm. kind of intentional, if you will. But, yeah, it did. But yeah. let's, let's get into the chorus. Woo! 
I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this. I love this song so much. <laughs> yeah. Everything has changed. And this is when I started thinking, like, the chorus feels so dramatic to me. It's like, it's so the part, dramatic. like, it feels what like a conversation. Like, it, it's it's like, we're going to start off with, like, what I got to do. Like, like let's like you just sat down to talk, to, to have the talk, what I got to do. Now you done said all these things. You done talked about, you remember how it used to be? Don't you want it to be back like that? And now you've gotten to the point to where you are like getting to a dramatic place of like everything is just different now <laughs> and it don't gotta be like this and like it's the go ahead it's the one night of pleasure for me like that's such a dramatic way to say that just one night one night of pleasure really calls me <laughs> like she really it's like she talking and then she like look off into the distance like one night of pleasure really calls me like mm-hmm. girl you really was feeling it like and and we really were singing with our whole chest, not even paying attention to the words. Like, yeah. Dedicate dedicating it to our booze. Yes. This is for you, babe. In my top eight. This is for this for the number three in my top eight. For yeah, this for you. You can't make them number one. You can't make them number one. Number one, because it's too suspicious. You gotta just sprinkle them in there. You gotta sprinkle them in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we got friends. You know what I'm saying? We got friends and siblings. Yeah. I think I think my sister was my number one and that, that helped me out so much during them days for nobody to hit hit because it was from folks bold enough to be like, make me your number one. Make it a top three and make me your number one. And I'm like, huh. So you wasn't the only bold one. You was it was bold on bold. It was bold on bold. Lover boy or lover girl. It was all, it was very much like, you better, I need you to love me out loud. I need everybody to know you my man, my man type thing. And we young. This is the most puppiest love of love. You know what I'm saying? For real. It, it was it was hilarious, but to continue. Now, what do you think she mean by the tables of turn? Mm. The tables have t- I guess it could be a couple things because yeah. it could be like the extreme like he cheated too or it could just be like I used to didn't trust you now you don't trust me yeah yeah that's what I think I think I think yeah. it's a, I think it's a matter of like they might have had you know some early on you know squabs if you will and um mm-hmm. he, and he's truly changed and like shown growth in that and like she's really enjoyed the version like the new version of him but she pulled you know she pulled an Issa like he he got his things together he got his things together and she like but dang you're in the studio I'm gonna go ahead and see uh-huh. about it you know and I think that it, it, I think that's the, the interesting part about like when you are moving unaligned in a, in a relationship you know um, I'm, I think that's what made me a big person when it came to a big person when it came to like uh, checking in in relationships because I think a lot of people don't believe in like the intermediate elements of like a relationship and figuring out how how are we going to do like how are we going to like do the thing you know how are we going to really keep up and maintain and, and, and support the attrition of our relationship in a real genuine way I think a lot of people don't really do that well but you know to each his own um, but let's get to the good good part Still, 
Now, this is when the, this is when it gets to the highest point of the dramatic story of the conversation. Yeah. This is the climax. It's like, like I, can, I, I get it. I did. I can admit what I did. I can hold myself accountable. It was one night of pleasure, but I still love you, though. Like I'm still in love with you. <laughs> For me, I just be ready, like, man. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's big. It's big. Like I don't like. I don't asked you what it is. I feel like I've been trying. You ain't enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you want me to just say it? It was one night. <laughs> when I hear these songs, I'd be like, what's really going on? Like, is the person having bad conversation with you that we just can't, we're not privy to? Or are you just getting all this out and you ain't even let the man say a word? What uh, you think? I think it's that. I think he ain't said not a thing. I think he just in that thing like, mm, <laughs> yeah, mm, whatever. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Really, right. really, well, oh, okay, okay, because mm-hmm. it's like it's it's so funny to just kind of like put all these things together and be like at the end of it, it's like, but I'm still in love with you though. Like I just really mm-hmm. like you hear that part right? You heard me? Like, yeah, I'm still there, and I just feel like that's a foundation like that we can still build on. Like, like this is destiny. You know? I can't be nowhere mm-hmm. with nobody else but you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. And then you get into verse two. All right. Second. Did she write this song? I think so. Okay, so it's coming from a personal place. Yeah, yeah. It didn't didn't have any writers in um, in the wiki when I first looked at it. Oh uh, yeah, she was. Sis was. Sis was really. She was really still in love. Truly, still in love. And that's that's kind of what I was saying in the, you know just now about like it's the. It's the it's the whole like he it feels like he's really good now like he really is a good man now and it's just like pointing out that he is not he is a unicorn amongst the rest he is a man amongst men mm-hmm. and it's just like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you like I like it almost sounds like there was some distance and like he done had a look little, yeah. little upcoming and it's just like I'm so proud of what you're doing now like you got a you got a house now you finally got that promotion oh. You're such a dude. That's so funny. I didn't even like that. that wouldn't even mean. <laughs> so what you hear when you say I'm so proud of you? What I hear is <laughs> I just do not want to be giving away women secrets, but oh. everybody knows that you just there's a certain way that you have to like really Get, like you have to stroke a man's ego gotcha. and the way she said I'm so proud of you cause not a lot of guys can do what you do like <laughs> she might mean it but she also might just be worried about losing her man and she's like this might be something he been wanting to hear her say for the longest mm-hmm. like maybe she cheated with a man that got a little more mm-hmm. maybe she cheated with a man that's her ex mm-hmm. I don't know but she's like, I got to tell you, like, I'm proud of you. Like, not a lot of men, like, I know I did this, but, like, not a lot of men can be you. <laughs> so, like, 
you special and you rare and like he needs to feel that because he like you you right you right you right like and you 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 messing around and I'm and I'm better than half of these and that's your words not mine you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly so since she might have known like okay my trying ain't working what can I do let me soften this man up let me just tell him look I'm proud of you you the best. <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm true. I'm true to true to it. I, I definitely thought I was like, maybe he done. Maybe he done did. Maybe he done got a little something. So she trying to, you know, what I'm saying, point it out. Like, look, you doing good. Like, but that, that's that's even better. That sounds even more to the truth. The <laughs> like, let me go ahead though, and just. In the same mm. way though, it could be both. Yes, because most of the times, like you, I mean, I I, I didn't I didn't squat. Like, there's like probably one good guy that I can remember that I probably fumbled, right? Like, I probably fumbled a good dude. Mm. And I fumbled him for somebody who really, like, wasn't, like, mm. a good dude at all. Like, I was in my F-boy phase. Like, yeah. I fumbled him for that. Yeah. And I think that sometimes it does take that for you to look back and be like, oh, you know what? He really is a good dude. And, like, all the stuff that I thought was lame, are actually the warmest and kindest parts of him and I cheated on him with this dude and I need to tell him I'm proud of you and it ain't a lot of men like you you the best. I love so that. It could be both. It could, be, it could both. be. It could be. And to continue. I'm still because I refuse to lose love. I love that so much. I love. I just love how that she said how she said it so much. <laughs> I can't give up. I can't. Come on, Tyra. <laughs> this is this is she is on the ropes. She is fighting for her love. She is fighting the biggest battle she could ever fight. It is it is a heavyweight bout. You hear me? Cause it was like I can't. I ref, look. I'm in begging Terry. I ain't never begged on no nigga. I done stroked your ego, and now I'm in a place where I'm telling you I can't live without you. I only think about me and you. To be quite honest, I'm only here with me and you. You and I, us. Together, you understand, and <laughs> and can we just hit the reset? Can we really just let's we 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 really doing too much right now? Let's let's just let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's restart. Let's yeah. just wipe it clean. That didn't happen because 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 I, mm-hmm. I still love you. I'm still here. You know, and it's so funny to me. It's just so funny to me. <laughs> Do you think that um, these type of scenarios of like, I think that, you know, for a lot of people in relationships, I remember saying in, in a previous episode uh, with a um, my friend who's a whole ass counselor, shout out to uh, to Simon, and me and him talked about like, the, the tips and tricks in various phases of relationships. So we talked about it pre-relationship, amongst the relationship, and even the breakup. Because mm-hmm. I think we talk, you know, there's a lot of books about dating. There's a lot of books about marriage. Um, there's definitely books, you know, that are trying to give you the intricacies of like how to have a healthy relationship in, a, in an intellectual way. Uh, not too many books about just, you know, breaking up and like what that relationship mm-hmm. looks like. So I think that that's why, you know, when conflict happens, 
we don't really know how to deal with it because it's like mm-hmm. we usually just cut our losses. We usually just let it all go. But we really haven't truly intellectualized like all the various emotions that you go through because that's one of the most yeah. contradictory phases and spaces that you can go through with a person where you sit here telling them, I don't ever want you to call my goddamn phone ever again. <laughs> and then you, you call and then you, the person who says that is the one who calls them the next day <laughs> because you got to, you got, you just got more to say is you didn't mean it or you just too emotional or whatever it is. And I think that yeah. In, in, in spaces of conflict and relationships, especially just, you know, romantic conflict, we really got to learn our things, learn our, learn ourselves when it comes to that. And I think that um, what would you say is like kind of, you know, in your own experiences, kind of how you've noticed that? Have you noticed that like that is kind of how certain things could have been different if you would handle those things differently? But everything happens the way it happens. But what lessons have you brought out of those conflicts in love if they worked out to continue to work out or if you had to part ways with that person? Oh, um, I'm so I, oh, that's such a good question. I always say I do a self, I, I call it a progress support essentially, but I do like a progress support anyway, like on yeah. myself because I didn't like, I look back and I'm the villain and rightfully so in some people's stories. Yeah. And, um, I, I finally like got to this point where it's like, okay, if every stop, every person, every experience is a stop on the journey, yeah. then I owe it to myself to like, I call to level up on like to level up for the next thing. Yeah. And so really I handle it by really asking myself, like, what could I have done differently? Even if that person would like, even in my worst relationships, mm. right? Like, you, you said a Google search, so, you know, I'm a domestic violence survivor, for example. Like, I can look at their relationship and see things that I did wrong, yeah. right? Okay. Um, and so I think that just being able to really look at experience and say, what did I give this person person that was the best part of me yeah. that maybe they didn't deserve? Yeah. I, I need to fix that. Yeah. What can I do? Like, what lesson can I learn from this experience? And how can I be better for the next thing? Not the next person, but for the next stop on the journey. Facts. Facts. I, I I think that that's kind of, you know, it's something that I've picked up a lot. And it's crazy when um, people expect volatility um, in, in those moments of conflict. And when I'm like coming in with this tone of voice, I'm talking, you know, in this way. And I'm like, OK, I'm hearing what you're saying. All right. But so what's the solution? Or what, what do you feel like you need from me? It's always this kind of like jarring feeling of like, you know, or yeah. when 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 they already kind of come in hot and it's like, hey, so what's not going to happen is you ain't going to yell at me, okay? If you really want to yeah. get, you really want to have a dialogue, we got to calm mm-hmm. down. And if you need some space, we need to go for a walk. We need to go, you need some water. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's do all of that because mm-hmm. I want... I want to get to a point to where we can just speak about this. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I don't need to be raising my voice at you. You don't need to be raising your voice right. at me. We ain't even going to hear each other. There's going to be way more emotions in the room. And you ain't even going to say half the things you really want to say. And I'd rather, right. I'd rather get to what really needs to be heard instead of just being here feeling things. Just only feeling mm-hmm. things. Um, mm-hmm. I need to also comprehend things from you. And I think that a lot of that conf- And I think I have to truly think podcasting and creating content and being in a bag of thinking about how I'm communicating with whomever, with the, with the, yeah. with the yeah. with mystery number of people who are going to hear whatever mm-hmm. or see whatever I do that, oh, this has, I had to find the words to either be objective enough or subjective enough to say exactly what it is that I'm trying to say. And also right, be okay right. with the responses that are going to come back to me. And I think within that, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people 
uh, have built up these um, characters in themselves where they really don't like the idea of being wrong. They really don't mm-hmm. like the idea of having to be corrected in certain aspects. And I think for me, I think that's the thing that truly freed me from so much of those conflicting and argumentative moments in my life and relationships is being yeah. like, I'm cool with being corrected. I accept that yeah. I, I that I don't know everything and that I can be wrong about something. And I think in even moving that way within content creation and dialoguing on the internet, it throws people off. That they see that I'm not yeah. arguing with them. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I, ne- yes. I didn't think about it that way. Tell me more. Exactly. And they'd be like, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, really yeah. what you were saying was, I was like, I'm not saying that no more. I see it your way. Right. I get what you mean. I'm, Tell me more. Right. And they'll, they'll kind of still be in this stance of wanting to debate. And I'm like, I'm not debating with you. This is discourse mm-hmm. now. This, this is we. Yeah. This is where we at. I get I did not think about it that way. I now know better. I now see it differently. Yeah, exactly. Why do we always yeah. have to be at, on conflict? That's such a major key in life is that is... I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm picking my battles. I'm not arguing. I will like, but see, that's the difference between the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. Fixed. I, I've made, I make the decision every single day to learn something new. Yes. You might be the thing that I learned. You might be the person that teaches me something new. I don't want to just get stuck. In, I don't want to just get stuck in what I know now because right. I don't want to stay where I'm at now. Thanks. And you so right. How you said people don't like people who just don't want to be wrong. I, I can't relate because I'm wrong a lot. I'm wrong a lot. I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> I'm only going to get better if I am wrong. And I used to struggle with um, feeling like I wasn't like that every decision was an emergency. And if I didn't make the right decision, that everything was going to crumble. Mm. And I learned from being honest, like being a police officer, a lot of what I was responding to was emergencies. Mm-hmm. And... I learned that even those weren't real emergencies. Even those had things that led up to led up to the situation to get them to be the whatever huge emergency they were. Yeah. And so I learned that you can stop and ask a question at any moment. And you can get to the bottom of it by listening, figuring out. I would go to calls and I would go to calls and be like, okay, this person is mad about this, but they're not really mad about this. When the last time y'all had time without y'all kids? And this, this, this me as the officer, when the last time y'all had time without y'all kids? Thanks. Okay, y'all need to set that up because y'all don't have time to talk as adults. And she feel like she's not getting your time. And so that's why she nagging you every time you walk through the door. Yeah. And I started going home and looking at my own relationships. Like, I didn't just try to solve their stuff. I ain't finna come home and argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> nah. For real. Get to the bottom of this. Like, I asked, um, I, one of my early questions in dating is just like, how do you handle conflict? Yeah. Like, if you're upset, do you drive? Do you like to drive, take a drive? Because I want to know that. So then when we get in a conflict, because I'm somebody who might have abandonment issues, I want to know, oh, he just taking a drive. That's what he do. He going to come back. Yep. He leave it. He don't love me no more. He don't love me no more. Meanwhile, his phone on the charger here in the house. He he still got food in the refrigerator. Y'all got tickets to a concert next week. He's gonna come back. He gonna come back. Some time, but you gonna make that man mad if you keep blowing him up. Yeah. Cause he trying to leave, or you blocking the door. Cause he trying to leave. Yeah. Figure out who. If you know who you are, and I know who I am, we can bring our whole selves into this place and decide if this thing works or not. Yeah. Even the parts you, even the parts you are yet to understand. It's like, look, I know I got this thing that I do that I'm working on that I'm figuring out, but I want you to understand that this is how I've seen myself in these spaces Mm -hmm. and places and in this in this position. And like, 
Yeah. It's on it's on the other person. If you give that to them, it's on them to accept if that's something they can handle or not, you know? And I think you yes. also if you present it as something that you believe to be either irrational or unreasonable or something that you're working on, it's a lot easier for it to be managed <laughs> if that's how you see it. It's like, oh, so you do yes. see that this isn't normal, this is kind of hard to deal with. It's like, yes. So I get it if there's some yeah. pushback to it or some some you know some uncomfortable uncomfortability, but I'm yes. letting you know that this is what comes with me. I think that's what people mm-hmm. got to do. Now, something that I, I always th- start out with. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I always start out with, you know, listen, I never want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So if I'm ever doing something that reminds you of hurt that you've experienced or it feels like I'm doing I'm doing something to hurt you, please tell me. Let me know. That's not something I want to do. Let me tell you. <laughs> when you hit him with that, he like, oh. You know, actually, I ain't never really had nobody say, yeah, yeah, this, 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 this little, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that looks, that thing up, it's like, well, I mean, now that you, now that you say that, I mean, it was this one time, you know how you do that thing, you, that, that, like, that really used to irk my nerves, but I used to let it go. You know? Yeah, that's real, that's real, and people need to, yeah. and I think a lot of people need to know what options they have with people. I think folks be believing, yeah. they make up it in their mind, they put boundaries that people didn't say that or express in their head, like, well, I ain't want to say that. I ain't want to do that. I ain't want to. It's like, but I ain't never. You never asked if that's a thing for me either. You never yeah. like even in like inquired about what it is that can be in this space. And I think that that's a that's that's irresponsible for you to be in a relationship tiptoeing around like yes. what actions are allowed and, and you know and, and not allowed. But it's some, not a safe space, right? Um, something that I think yeah. um, is you know a lot of people say you know they really loved about music back in the day, and I think it's still a lot of songs that still have it. Uh, very much to now, um, and that's the bridge. So the bridge of the song. Hold on, just don't let it go. Cause I can't do it without you. You won't hurt no more. Hold on, hold on, just don't let it go. Cause I can't do it without you. You won't hurt no more. Hold on, hold on, just don't let it go. Now, do you think that that was more so because uh, uh, it's specifically because I can't do without you do without you. You won't hurt no more. It feels like like almost like if right before this you were saying like I can't live without you. I still I'm still in love. And like it's almost like, look, don't don't go like. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't gonna, like you ain't gonna feel you ain't gonna I ain't gonna ever make you feel like this ever again. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> and being with me is the cure for real. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you hear when you hear that? <laughs> it, it almost feels like I I it makes me feel like she lying. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that perspective. Like, it makes me feel like she lying. Like, <laughs> because I'm like it feel like a last ditch effort. Yes. You just don't want to be without this man. And you just, sorry. <laughs> we in the couch. Mm-hmm. But um, 
yeah, it's like a last ditch effort where you're like, I want to be, I just want this man. Like, I don't want to start over. We didn't put all this time in. You've gone through all these like different stages and steps of like, like, okay, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to take accountability. Mm-hmm. Now I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Now I'm asking him what I need to, like, I'm doing all of this. And now this is a last ditch effort. Like, because how can you guarantee he won't hurt no more? You can't. You can't really guarantee that. You can't. So, <laughs> and and I agree, like, the language of I can't do it without you, it's like, so do you miss me or do you just need me? Because those are two different things. Facts. It's it's borderline. It's borderline. I'm going to hurt myself. Like, it's, 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 it's given that if it don't work, <laughs> that I'm willing to yeah. say that out loud. Like, I'm willing to, like, get into manipulative territories in this thing because yeah. you really ain't hearing me. A, like, you really ain't hearing I can't do this without you. What is the this? <laughs> I can't do love without you. I can't do life. Come on now. Like, yeah. come on now. <laughs> yeah. It can't be that deep. You made me think of that. That Nene, what is this, honey? Like, really, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Because it's like. Because it, 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 <laughs> it's like, I don't ever want. I remember like coming to that, you know, in, a, in my like most recent relationship was like actually trying to like actually trying out the idea of being trying to be somebody's everything was the most exhausting thing that I even attempted to do and like why would I sit here and put myself in this scenario in this position to where I'm trying my best to be a person's all when I can't be a person's all I'm still trying to figure out to be the all for myself and I'm over here trying to overextend a lot of that to you know to fill in the blanks for you because there's things that you got to work on too and it's like no, like I, I'd rather truly come into someone's life and like be an extension of all these other things that they've already curated in their lives instead of and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like I found my happiness. I found my peace. I found what, you know, what directs me and motivates me in life. And I want you to come in and compliment that in the in the most and yes. the most graceful and like graceful way. You know what I'm saying? To where it's not this push and pull and we can we can stitch together and compromise where it need be. But for yeah. the most part, we here like it makes sense. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. I think that that's what people got to understand because a lot of folks definitely come from this mindset of like, well, I mean, she is going a little hard and she is saying, I don't know, so let me just go ahead and yeah. see about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so, you you just said so much, but this really, this really it is like, we shouldn't be making relationship decisions based off of anything except for wanting to be here and these two lives complement each other. And you really shortchange yourself if you don't come into, if you if you don't come into the relationship trying to be your best self and them trying to be their best self. You shortchange it. We gonna miss out on restaurants because you trying to be like me. We gonna miss out on opportunities because you trying to do what I do. Thanks. Instead of you coming in and just being who you are and being able to add the really cool parts of you to my life that I that compliment me because I might not be good at certain things and vice versa. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, shout out to Tyra B. I hope you're doing well. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, getting more blessings and, and from just, you know, what you've given people in terms of musically. Uh, and, you know, uh, shout out to, you know, another hit that came out, Giving Me a Rush. <laughs> Back in the day, that was definitely a hit. You know what I'm saying? And it was very, it, it, was, it was very much a, t- a song of the eras, too. You know what I'm saying? From folks being dancey and all this and that. It was hilarious. But the second song is more so a dedication to my mom and a quick antidote that connects all these things and makes it so funny is my best friend Lou who suggested 
Sky to this whole episode. Uh, one time we was just, you know, she came home. She had came home uh, after school with me one time. We were sitting there just chatting and we went into the house. I think we was about to go somewhere. Like, I think it was going to be some thing, some event or something like that. And we was going to ride together. But I had to stop by my house and we was talking about our parents for some reason. And she asked me a question as we were walking into the house and said that, Ronnie, you know, I never, you know, you never really talk about your dad that much. I don't even know how he looked. You got a picture of him, whatever, whatever. And a running joke with me and my mom was she would always say that life Jen is with my daddy. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> you know how moms is, you know what I'm saying? They, they got boyfriends in their head, husbands in their mind. For it real, is what it is. Um, and so my mom always loved his music, you know, and I always let her cook with that. And a good friend of hers uh, actually went to his show. He had came, to, I think he either came to Memphis. I think he came to Memphis and a friend went to the show and actually took a Polaroid picture of this man. And it's a very candid. It almost looked like he is at a in a dark room by himself with other people, whatever, whatever. But it's nobody else in the picture but Life Jennings. Like it looks very, it looks too familiar. You know what I'm saying? Like he sent it to her almost, you know? And <laughs> funny enough, it was sitting on the island, you know, of my of, of my of my, you know, my childhood home in the kitchen. And as my friend Lou says, like, I ain't even seen the picture of that. I don't even know what he looked like. Like, da, da, da. I was like, well, you know, it's funny that you say that. If you just look right there, you know, on that counter, that go picture him right there. And she picked this picture up and immediately reacted, <laughs> talking about Rodney. That's why you don't talk about your daddy, cause he was in jail for so long. <laughs> your daddy life, Jennings. That makes so much sense. Oh my god, like, oh my god, it makes so much sense. Y'all kind of fake. Oh my god, and it was just like, I'm like, Lou, this this man is not my father. <laughs> She put that together, boy. She put it together quick. Like, you, that, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. And um, so we had to, so in, in choosing what songs I should, the next song I should do, I thought like, okay, we should definitely do a probably a Life Jennings songs. My mom loves Life Jennings to death. Um, to this day, even though he's went down a real interesting path <laughs> of his social media presence, and uh, you know what I'm saying, and, and and even musically sometimes it's been it's been you know his he got a lot of adult in his adult contemporary now, if you will, um, <laughs> you know. But um, but when he first came out, he was definitely very much a smash for the, you know what I'm saying, the newsboy cap wearing folks, the neo soul loving peoples and um and folks who just liked a good, you know, different tone. I think he brought in something that was very unique with his sound and everything. Um but this also came out in uh 05. We're gonna do the remix to Hypothetically featuring Fantasia Barino, a newly just newly known to the world, Fantasia Barino, newly won, yeah. you know, American Idol, American Idol, um, and was getting, was was giving it to us. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Yes, she was. It was just giving it to us. Um, but she let. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> and so. Oh yeah. So let's get into this first uh, verse in the intro. Okay, before we go on, um, I, I think the AO is always funny to me. And, and it starts with a question, yet again. Um, 
in a monogamous agreement. I don't think I've ever heard that phrase in any anything else in life. What is a monogamous agreement? <laughs> like, like if, if that is the most like that, that feels like the most hotel way to sell a car. Like we we had a relationship, we had a monogamous agreement or whatever. Yeah. Then like, <laughs> you know what? That is such a hotel way to sell it. We was using a word for real, but that's exactly what that is. <laughs> it's like we had a monogamous agreement or whatever. It gives very much grand rising. Like, very much like you were my queen, and we had this monogamous <laughs> agreement. With we each other. Monogamous agreement. <laughs> me just, you know, going into the naturalistic things of me being a man, I broke that agreement. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I stepped into a, a, a polygamous agreement, if you will, unbeknownst to you. And I think we can. But it was a one. It was one sided. Yes. And I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm here to speak to my retraction of those actions. <laughs> <laughs> Just, 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 just fake deep, you know? Uh, <laughs> what if I told you I lied but didn't mean it? What if my one mistake had the potential to break up our happy home? Would you want to know? Now, <laughs> this is so funny because it's like, you know, hypothetically, what if I, you know... <laughs> What if, what, if, what if I did cheat a little bit? What if I lied and told you how I used, you know, you was the only woman in my life? What if I did something so bad you would leave me that day? <laughs> like, well, what if we getting it? Because, like, this would be me sitting there. Okay. Where we going with this? What? Yeah. This is the. I don't like this game. This is strange. Twenty-one questions. Hold on now. <laughs> what, what's the? What's at the end of? The, what's the end of this rainbow? Because it ain't treasure. It's for real. What is going on? <laughs> what's really going on? <laughs> what if I confessed it and though she didn't mean nothing since? What if I confessed it and even though she didn't mean nothing? What you gotta say that for some reason in R and B. I think a constant a constant thread in R and B is because it's because it's I think that comes by way of like this question that I always tell my friends I don't understand why they ever ask this question to the men that have done them this way and that is did you really love her did you what did she you know did you really really want to be with her over me I'm like why would you want to know that like why, he already did the thing why would you want to know that you know and so this feels like a very R and B. I done done bad enough and I already done been through the, the thing. So I'm trying, it's, it's the weird, it's, they, they picked up the wrong lesson, if you will. So it's like, yeah. all right, I messed up again, but I'm gonna let you know, it, re- it really wasn't. It's it is Tyra B verse two. <laughs> For real though. <laughs> like, I'm proud of you. You better than everybody else. It's giving that. He's like, she wasn't really even. You up she, here though. She wasn't nothing. I don't know you, what. you. What's her name again? You know? <laughs> what you say? <laughs> no, I just they, they love it. I ain't even love her. <laughs> I ain't even. Oh, you know, I'm old girl for real. Think about leaving. What if I suppressed it? Made a vow to never mess with another. Is it? Okay, so made a vow to never mess with another. Now, to me. It's getting to a place to where it's like all these questions, you know, 
all these questions is like, this is the most awkward conversation I ever have that I think that nobody would really ever let them even get this many questions out. Cause it's like, all right, life, what you, where you going with this? Did you cheat on me? Again? Or, or at all? You know what I'm saying? Cause what are you saying? How many times? Cause what's, what's really happening in here? For real, for real, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and and then and then there's this, <laughs> then you bring up the core, then you bring into the pre-chorus of the song, and this is where it starts to, when it starts to get even weirder and like into a real possible like I don't know if gaslight is the best space, but the whole song could be just a big gaslight of like look hypothetically, yeah, hypothetically, I'm just saying I know what you're thinking, that ain't it though, <laughs> hypothetically, okay, don't think that. That ain't what I'm saying, for real, you know? But then he says, Is it cool for me to smother facts? Is it cool for me to cover my tracks? If you never, never know, would it not be an honest hurt you more? <laughs> Is it cool for me to smother the- <laughs> The facts. What you think? Is it cool for me to cover my tracks? It's it's. I realized in like re-listening to this that this is the biggest like. All right, I'm not gonna say anything, but I am gonna say, in the event of me stepping out on you, would you prefer me do that quietly, like not messy at all, and like keep it all under wraps and like nobody know about this? Nobody ain't gonna never. You ain't even gonna never get a. Peep of this. I'm gonna wear the same. I ain't gonna change the type of drawers I got on. You ain't gonna never smell her. I'm gonna come home on good, good timing. You, it don't seem like you getting cheated on for real, but you are. Yeah. But yeah. can you? Is that be, is hypothetically is that better, or would you just want me to be honest with you? Because that you know, that you know, doing all of that would hurt you, hurt you more possibly. You know what I'm saying? Which one is uh-huh. hypothetically? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> you come in my like. It, there's no circumstances that this but okay to ask. I don't care if I'm doing my hair. I don't care if it's the end of the night and I done had my little flowers and I'm about to have me a glass of wine. I don't care if it's none of this. Don't come in here asking me no hypothetical questions about you cheating on me. Period. <laughs> like period. Then you get into this course. I'm gonna think that you mean it. Right, I'm. I'm. A, yeah, you. You must. You must want to know for a reason. So yeah, I'm. I'm gonna figure out what that reason is, one way or another. Now, <laughs> hilarious to me because it's like <laughs> just centering all of this around like, hey, you know, just saying if it happened, how would you how would you feel like is the best way to handle this so that we can, you know, remain in a relationship in this in this monogamous agreement? Excuse me. <laughs> how can we remain in this monogamous agreement in the event of future tense? this occurs not saying it has happened if and which you know what i'm saying which it really sound like he got something he got a new number like he met somebody like that day 
and it was yeah. and it got going quick. You thinking about it? Like it got going yeah. quick. Like she gave you the number. She was like, "I can see you tonight," and you just trying to make sure. Like, let me just. Let me see what my girls like. Let me see if my girl give me like a little bit of some permission to, you know what I'm saying? Like half permission, if you will. You know? Cause uh-huh. she didn't she did not not say I couldn't do it that way. <laughs> he would have been better off coming in the room and saying, I had a dream I cheated on you. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Isn't that wild? And then like I woke up before I even knew how you how you reacted. Like it was crazy. He would have been better off doing it. I just want to know how you would feel if that happened for real. Cause I, I think it's, I think it's, I, 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 I don't know what, I don't know what was in my mind to even dream that up. Are you good? Then it had me thinking like, would she be, would she want to know or not? Like I, I almost didn't tell you about the dream. I feel like I'm, I'm thinking for real, for real. It might hurt my feelings to know something like that. So if, personally, I think I would want you to keep it to yourself. If that's what you're doing, I never want to know that if somebody, you know, taking you down like that, I really don't even care to know. I feel like you did what you did. Just don't do it again. Don't ever let me find out. I feel like that's the best option. But what are you, what do you mm-hmm. think though? I want to know what you think about this hypothetical dream or whatever, you know, cause dreams are hypotheticals. You know, they're not, mm-hmm. I don't even know why that was even in my mind. I think, it, you know, I ate a lot of pork. I don't really do that. I must have watched some. I think I was watching a Netflix show. I don't know. It was a lot of sex in it. I don't know. It was a lot of so maybe that's where it put me. It put me in this weird place. You know what I'm saying? How to be a player came on two times a day. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. I'm, I'm, you know, I need to. I need to take a break from social media. That's what it is. I need to take a break, babe. That's always the solution. True, truly. And then you got verse two with the Fantasia Barino. Well, what if I told you that I had a confession? What if I said four years ago when we were arguing, he came to kill for me and I wound up praying? Wound up. Come on. You you, you wound up pregnant. Oh. (laughs) See, you know what? There's something she says at the very beginning that makes me think that her reaction is exactly what mine would have (laughs) been. The first line she says, now. Now, what if I, okay, since we hypothetical, okay, so what if you found out that somebody else came to comfort me and uh, maybe he's not yours? Since we playing hypotheticals. I'm just, uh, since we don't know. <laughs> and I think, since we just. <laughs> that's what makes the song so such a good balance, because it's like, oh, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down, and you know what? Hypothetically. You remember about four yeah. years ago? What was that real big fight we was going through? Let's say I just, you know, mm-hmm. called somebody up to comfort me, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wound up a little pregnant. I, there was a lot of comfort in the room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So much comfort. We, was, we, we forgot to get we all the way comfortable. Comforter. <laughs> it was nothing in between us. No sheets. You understand? <laughs> she said, I see your breaking of the monogamous agreement, and I'm going to raise you a child that might not be yours. Hmm, how would you feel about that exactly? <laughs> would you want to know? Huh? Her life? Then I just can't say for sure. Now, what if I confessed it and it turned out not to be a baby after you've been tested and destroyed what we've been blessed with? Now, this is like, this is like, 
you had the ace of spades, the big and the little joker in your hand, and you was playing with somebody who had just a bunch of high, high, high face cards, like a little, maybe like a jack and a queen and this and that, mm-hmm. left in their hand, and you was just ready to clear the board. Like you might as well just give me the next yeah. four of your hands because you can't be none of this. <laughs> you can't be none of this. if you want to go hypothetical. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this right here. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Facts. And, uh-huh. and the timing is wrong because you started this conversation and you know what I'm saying, Aiden's birthday is next week. So <laughs> the check already cleared. We're gonna be deep in the Chuck E. Cheese. It is what it is. Yeah. Cause you started this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And but what if, you know, but what if, hypothetically? Technically you're the baby's daddy anyway. Technically, you the best daddy anyway. <laughs> That's the line that might have got her smacked. <laughs> Technically, you would be the baby daddy anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, like it, it'll be the line that's like, okay. You know what? I shouldn't have started this game. I'm sorry. Truly, truly. And like she 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 got a pre-chorus in this song too that is hilarious to me. Is it wrong for me to want you to stay? You, you hear that? Stay. <laughs> she, yeah. Yeah. Have me tear it away. Look, I just think that maybe it, it, you got your answer with getting a question. Getting, <laughs> you got your answer, life. If you came in with this, it's like, because yeah. look, because if you want to, if you cheating on me, and it is what it is, it, the past is the past. We done lived the life. I, I did. I handled the way I handled it. Mm-hmm. We could, we, you could get mad, but understand. You fresh out of jail. You don't know got nobody. This is your. This has been your family since you've been out, and you can mm. get out the house. <laughs> Lose your son, privilege your son, privilege because really it ain't your son. And I can see. I can see if Darnell could pick up that phone. Perspective, huh? You just gave me a different perspective. He did just get out of jail. No wonder he's trying to break the monogamous agreement. He made it when he was behind bars, and so now he's out. This is 05, friend. What's going on? MySpace. He's scrolling. I'm life. You know? I'm life. And <laughs> I'm like Janice. So AOU. He hit with the hypothetical. He hit her with the hypothetical. This is what I get for being outside. <laughs> but she's she been holding him down. Fresh, he fresh out. The baby, the baby conveniently came around when they was, you know, in the thick of it all. It's like, oh no, he, he thinking I'm fresh out. I'm about to get dig, I'm about to dig deep into this music thing real hard. We gonna, we gonna make it, we gonna be good. I've been out, I'm, I'm, I'm changing my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It is what it is. We out here, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's such an interesting idea because it's like, I, it's the biggest like, don't ask questions you really don't want to know the answer to, but also- For real. Be honest. Be honest. <laughs> Be honest with people. Because <laughs> yeah. if, if it's it, it, more than likely, whatever that thing is, especially if it's involving other people and then you're still maintaining whatever that thing is or the, 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 the vestiges of your lies and secrets are very much around, mm-hmm. it's going to come up. Somebody going to flip yeah. something over and be like, what's, what's this? 
what's what's yeah. going on? Like somebody gonna mm-hmm. ask enough questions to connect the dots to realize like, oh, this is there's more to this than I thought. There's something going yeah. on that I didn't know. Or better yet, your ass done told enough people, or enough people are aware of your, you know, other yeah. dealings that it just comes mm-hmm. just comes back around like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You don't remember when you was messing with Keisha? And it's like, messing with Keisha? Yeah. What? What is Darrell talking about messing with Keisha? I've been with you since. Uh, you was in jail. You, you were literally in jail for 20 years. Yeah. How did you have any space or time to mess with a Keisha? Because you talk, if that's the case, you talk about when you were 16. <laughs> and you met him four or five years ago. So who was Keisha? You know, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that people don't be thinking about that. They really don't. And um, they really don't. They really don't be thinking about that. But I think that to me, I feel like so much of, you know, Relationships and things like that are, you know, people trying their best to, you know, uh, shout out to my friend, um, my friend Emily. She always says this quote is that uh, relationships are like sandpaper to your ego because you're you're going to be tested. You're going to be tried and, and, and you're willful. You're willfully going into it in that way, even if you don't know, it. like you're willfully about to somebody's yeah. about to like assume things and try things and and believe things about who you are, and how you show up because of whatever you choose to do. And um, even if you're not aware of it or not, these are still there's choices that got you to the point that you're in, you know, and I think a lot of people have trouble with that a lot. They have a lot of trouble with that. And it's unfortunate because I don't think that people should feel that way. Um, because I think that you can figure out more about what it is that's going on with you in a way that's like truly, truly, truly um, aware and healthy and truly like beneficial to the overall relationship. But I think a lot of people just don't know how to do that or haven't figured out the ways in which they can do that. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I think that, you know, this song and this era of music as a whole is yeah. is, is trippy to me. And it's 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 trippy yeah. because it's always so many lessons of like how yeah. people move then and still how people move to this day. Um but it is what it is. I love yeah. I love it. I love it anyway. <laughs> I love I love it. I love it so because it's it is. yeah. So if it's you, if it's you, you want you wanna know, right? You don't wanna just to be clear, you wanna know. You I wanna, wanna know. Be, I wanna know it all, to yeah. be quite honest. I don't I don't believe yeah. in I don't believe that we gotta sit here and keep, you know, these real large secrets with each other. And to be quite honest, I think that I've been in a, a fortunate position to like show up as a pretty honorable person. And um a lot of people it's been scenarios where it's like like I just I was I wasn't gonna ever say this to you, but like and it might it might not even be something as deep as what, you know, was addressed in this song, but like yeah. So like you remember like when I told you to do that I just like stopped communicating with because you know he was weird and whatever and he definitely wanted more from me he was not trying to be friends and well I mean I hung out with him and I'm like oh really why <laughs> it's like it's like you told me how uncomfortable yeah. these things were and interacting with him and you feeling you know really pressured to to do something or yeah. be more and now you can't like explain that tell me more. And I think it's always this idea of like, you know, mm-hmm. people don't want you to be a, a, a person that stands up for themselves and self-advocates. I think when you are that person, they're even more afraid of telling you the truth because it's like, you might leave me. And it's like, yeah. yes, 
Yes. You can make the choice to leave. Yes. <laughs> like you like you are you are strong enough that if I sit here like you're not toxic if you will. So I can't just sit here and just say something to you and it's just gonna end up in an argument. We're gonna end up in the bed with each other like we Jody and Yvette. No. You yeah. might just leave me yeah. and like no. really let me out your life. And I've seen the value in that. I've seen the value in my in my presence. Yeah. So it's kind of like I'm I'm I know and I've I've also had to like really stress that two people like Understand something. I know exactly who I am. I know exactly what I'm bringing to this this space that we in, and and also what it, where we can mm-hmm. also go. So if I remove myself from it, mm-hmm. true, trust me, it's gonna feel different. <laughs> it's gonna feel different. And that's hard for people that people people will think they're gonna be the exception. Yeah. And it's like no, like once I take my love away from you, you're gonna feel my absence, and just because it is just as strong as my presence is. That's it. And, I, and if I make the choice to leave, I won't. I, I made the choice to leave because I thought it through before I left. Big time. Big time thought it through before I left. And so mm-hmm. so for me, um, yeah. I, I really believe that. I really believe that. Um, would you want to know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you yo, yo, acting different and that's going to make me feel unsafe. So you need to just tell me what it is. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Facts. So before I let you go, I want to do the last call to action segment of my episode is called Send It On. And the Send It On is. All right. Today's Send It On is what feel good song do you suggest to bring people's moods like what to you know high vibrational song Ooh. do you feel like always does it for you what would you prescribe to the peoples to check out and it, it don't have to be just one song but what do you what do you listen to I have a new one well I have one that I always love but I reheard it recently and it's brought me to a new song mm. so you know the song Celebrate by Cool in the Gang Yes. Celebrate good times, come on. Yes. So I was in a bad mood a couple weeks ago. That came on, and I just was like, wait a minute. This song's so fire. Like, all the layering song, and the we gonna have a good time, and I had a beat change. It's like, it's just a feel-good song. But on that same album, they have a song called Take It to the Top. Mm. And... It is so good. It just says, keep going. Don't you ever stop. Whatever it is, take it to the top. Keep climbing. Mm. It's uh, like one of those, like, it's a, like a roller skating kind of song. Mm. But the words are so, like, motivational. And um, the third, I want to get one more because it's another one that I reheard today. All of these are, like, I'm in, like, a disco era right now, I guess. I love that. Shaky Groove Thing by Peaches and Her. Ooh. You know that song? Yeah. <laughs> When I listen to it today, they are not talking about shaking your butt. Like, they are talking about whatever you good at, shake it. Like, basically, show your ass to these people yeah. and show them how you do it. And, like, you got it all within you. Like, every time you get out, they need to see how we do it. Shake it. And I heard that today while I was running. I was running this morning. And that came on in the middle of my run. And I was like, my shorts was a little loose. So my groove thing was shaking a little bit. I said, oh, yeah, I'm feeling good listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so good. So I love that. Thing, but yeah, so yeah. Shake your groove thing. Okay. Um, I like that. I like that. And, and, and just being a disco vibe, I think people need to get back to certain things like that, too. Um, for me. We can dance a little more. We people, can dance in with our whole bodies. Whole bodies. 
You know what I'm saying? Folks doing a whole lot of a lot of TikTok arm movements. You know, mm-hmm. um, for me, there's a few songs that always come to mind. I think you know my favorite artist uh, of all time has always been D'Angelo for a long time, um, and I would say that. Uh, okay. Hence, hence, send it on. Um, <laughs> being the name of this section of this uh, episode, but I think for me, there's a song called. Um, Hold on, let me get this from the Black Messiah album. And it's called, because I don't want to get it in. Let me make sure I'm quoting it right. Yeah, Another Life. Um, I don't know why it makes me feel good, but it makes me feel good. Uh, mm-hmm. Then there's LTD's Holding On. And if you know LTD, it's an older, older group. I think they, you know, kind of came into their things in like the like the lead singer being Jeffrey Osborne um, into like the 80s and 70s but um, holding on if you and if you remember the uh, uh, new edition story the talent show song that they sang was holding on uh-huh. um, uh. and um, I don't know for some reason that kind of just it's, it's, it's a happy it's almost like a happy breakup song in a way and I don't know something about it just always makes me like but it's easy for it to you know for you to find a new meaning in the lyrics and I think that that really helps yes. me all the time to kind of you know put myself in a new space and then a, a newer a newer song that I kind of came into um, was uh, actually on a, a project that came out not too long ago uh, by way of The Dinner Party which is a kind of a super group of um, Kamasi Washington, Robert Glasper, Terrace Martin, and uh, Knife Wonder. And they have a song uh, sang by Aaron Ray called For Granted. That's really, really good to me. And I think it it's just a for real... Granted. For Granted. And it's a real cool vibe. It's a real, you know, easy song. And I think that... Um, I don't know. It's just, it, I think it just kind of puts me in a good mood or puts me in a place to, you know, just tranquility in a way, you know? But... Um, yeah... But we we did a thing. We did a thing. We did it. And I really want to say that I appreciate yeah. you so much for giving me your time, for, you know, letting, letting you know, for us to laugh together, you know what I'm saying, and, and talk about music together, because I love talking about music in general, yeah. but it's always good to get it, you know, on the podcast, and I really do appreciate you. Uh, please let everybody know how they can follow you, support you, and all that you do. Um, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at reaching for sky S K Y. The number is the number four, not F O R, but reaching for sky. Um, I, my website is reachingforsky.com. If you search reaching for sky, you probably will find me. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate you having me too. This was fun. This mm-hmm. was really fun. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I really am. Um, but no, this has been the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. I've been Rodney Perry. This has been the incomparable and talented Skylar Harris. Um, and this has been Simply King. Peace. Who listen to Beyonce? Well, okay, I'll put you out on your B-Day. Hey, now if you rockin' with we say, bedroom in the bank, baby, we safe.